Okay, so line your backs. And uh, if you've got... Oh, yeah, you might want to arrange yourself so you're not staring into the interrogation lamp, like turn your head to the other side. Feel free to do that. Um, and if you've got glasses or a belt, anything that's constricting, you can take it off and uh, put them somewhere safe. People who do Feldenkrais for a while, they uh, develop this really strange sort of practice or desire to uh, lie down on the floor. <laughs> so there's people I've known for years, I can go into their house and their houses drive me crazy because literally they have so much furniture, there's nowhere you could just lie down on the floor. And I feel completely constrained and <laughs> cut off from myself if I can't lie down on the floor and check in and go, okay, what do I feel like lying on the floor? Because this is something we do as a scan in Feldenkrais. This is a way of you take the floor as kind of like a mirror. It's a very neutral surface, and it reflects back at yourself. And if you do a little bit of Newton or something, for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction. The floor is reflecting back at yourself, your, how you're organized, how you hold yourself, your habits, your skeleton, your muscles your image of yourself. So just close your eyes or you can leave them open, but you notice if you close your eyes, you probably feel a little bit more kinesthetically or internally. And feel the pattern that you're making on the floor. So imagine if you were uh, like dipped into an ink pad and then pressed in the floor, what's the impression, what's the shape that you would be leaving on the floor? How would your legs lie? How much of your legs contact the floor? How does the whole, how your whole torso from your pelvis, from your buttocks to your shoulders, how does that lie? There's probably two blobs, right? The blob behind your pelvis and the blob behind your shoulders and space in your low back. And then your arms, how do they lie? And your head, how heavy is your head on the floor? Where's that impression? And now in Feldenkrais, we do, there's different uh, lessons all the time. We do something different every night. It's not a set set of lessons, and some of you have been coming for five years or something, you'll have noticed that maybe you've done in the past something like the lesson we're doing tonight, but not quite exactly the same one. And some of the ones we're doing over the next three weeks after this, you'll find are quite new ones that you haven't done before. So it's always something different. And uh, what's really characteristic of it, though, you'll notice I'm not, you're lying there with your eyes closed, so I won't be demonstrating the movements. You take the verbal instruction and you translate it for yourself and your check for whether you're doing it right is whether it makes sense your own body and gravity and how you're moving and what you're achieving, not imitating me. And our goal in these things is, well, Feldenkrais's idea was that anything you can do, any action you can do, you can actually do with great ease. If you're organized efficiently, if you're not getting in your own way, then it's almost invisible. Movement, action is almost invisible. It's so effortless. And most of what we feel when we move most of the time is the effort we're making fighting against ourselves. So this is totally a less is more activity. So even though I'm going to give you some ideas, like I'm going to say, do this, do that, you know, roll this way, roll that way, and you're going to say, Effortless? I'm supposed to do that effortlessly? What, what is she talking about? But that is the idea, and we'll reinforce that tonight. We'll see what we can do with the idea of taking things that sound like they couldn't be effortless and making them effortless. Okay, so to start with, uh, roll up to sit, come up to sit. And sit with your soles of your feet facing one another. And hold on to your ankles in some way. And begin to lift your left foot up to the side. So 
lift your left leg a little bit to the side with your left hand so your right hand can stay on your right ankle and how do you do that and so not so much straight out in front of you but lift it and out to the side out to the left side and how do you do that what how do you shift on your buttocks and now often we'll do a whole Feldenkrais lesson lying down and you won't be looking at any of your neighbors but now you're all looking around you and going hmm am I doing this right maybe I'm supposed to be doing it the way she's doing it oh no I think he's got it over there I'm going to do it like him try to make sense of it yourself how do you shift your weight when you do that for example if you shift your weight a little bit to your right buttock does it get easier does your left leg get lighter you go out to the side a little more. And as you do this, just start to develop this habit where you really, all the time you're scanning over yourself and you say, does my shoulder really need to be that tight? Does my jaw really need to be that tight? Let go of any extra tension you feel anywhere that's not really contributing. So you shift your weight a little to the right as you lift your left foot to the side. Now as you do this, try tilting your left ear towards your left shoulder as you shift your weight to the right and lift your left foot. And does that help the movement or does that get in the way of the movement? And we do this a lot, it's experimentation. So instead of me telling you what's the right thing to do with your head, it's like, try this with your head. You see what that does for you. Then we're going to try something else. So each time you lift your left foot, tilt your left ear to your left shoulder. And then as you put your foot back down, bring your head back up horizontal to the horizon. And then try tilting your right ear to your right shoulder as you lift your left foot. And does that make your leg easier or lighter? Do you shift your weight to the right buttock any more easily? You can try tilting your head the one way, tilting your head the other way, and see what difference it makes for you. Really feel, are you actually shifting your weight, or is your weight staying on both sits bones as you lift it? You're staying on both. Try to add in that shifting your weight towards your left, your right buttock, sorry, as you lift your left leg. Where you go. Yeah, let's see, lift your left leg. It's a bit mysterious? Okay, that's great. When something's mysterious, then you've got something you're going to learn in a moment. Like, so almost your left buttock becomes light on the floor, almost lifts on the floor. We'll play with that some more, so if it's not. So that's another thing about how you do in a Feldenkrais lesson. If I'm saying, do you feel this, this, and this, and you're going, no. That's a good answer. That's a fine answer to the question. No is a good answer to the question. And then instead of trying too many times that one thing, we'll do five other things, and we'll come back to it later. And later it'll be crystal clear. You'll know what I'm talking about. So that's how the process goes. Okay, so leave that and lie on your back and take a rest. And feel. Is there any change in that sort of pattern of contact on the floor, any change in that ink pad impression that you leave. And then roll to your side and come up to sit again. Again with the soles of your feet together and hands on your ankles. And before you start to lift your leg, try now just feel. So start by feeling. And you kind of get a feel for your left sits bone, your right sits bone. Each of your each side of your pelvis has a, the ischium that 
sits on the floor. You might feel that precisely or you might just generally feel the muscles or the area and feel what you feel. And do you feel even sitting there, does it feel a little bit heavier on one side than the other? And again, with those questions, uh, I don't know what you're talking about yet, it's an okay answer. No, you don't have to say it out loud. No. <laughs> answer for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a eureka at some point during the class, you get to call out once, but <laughs> no more than that. <laughs> no. Um, and now, how would you, before, let's not think about lifting our legs yet, how would you shift your weight so that your left sits bone got heavier, the left side of your pelvis got heavier, and the right side got lighter? And just play with that a bit. Just see what you can do. You tilt your head, move your body. How could you make your left side heavier and your right side lighter? And continue with that idea and start to lift your right leg out to the side as you shift your weight to your left. Lift your leg out to the side and then you bring your soles of your feet back together. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can always put some weight on your foot if you feel a cramp at some point. Then tilt your right ear towards your right shoulder as you lift your right foot. Feel what that does with the movement. Does it make it harder or easier? And then tilt your head the other way. Tilt your left ear to your left shoulder as you lift your right foot. Does that start to exaggerate, does that start to really help in shifting your weight to the left? And then pause, you can stay in sitting, but pause for a moment. And feel, can you feel any more distinction in how your sits bones are weighted on the floor? So the kind of learning that we're doing in Feldenkrais, the kind of exploration of movement is what you did all for yourself when you were a little infant and you were figuring out for the first time how you were going to control where you were in the world rather than just being where somebody put you and left you, right? How can you move your pelvis? How can you get from lying to sitting or sitting back to lying? And nobody had to tell you, well, do this. No, lift that first. No, do this. No, no. Oh, that's wrong. No, do it this way instead, right? You just play with yourself and play yourself with gravity and you see what comes out. And it's that process of uh, playing with yourself in gravity, of feeling that feedback yourself and feeling the ease of the movement yourself and your control of the movement yourself. That's what, uh, that's where learning and refinement happens here. So take hold of both of your ankles again. Bring your legs maybe a little closer to yourself unless they're already close. And what about lifting both legs? Not a big effort. Don't make it hard. Can they come off the floor just like little leaves or feathers? And what do you do with your pelvis? What do you do with your back? Your back roll backwards, round backwards, your pelvis roll. Are you remembering to breathe? 
the great illusions we have in life is if we're trying to do something challenging, we'll do better if we deprive ourselves of oxygen. <laughs> so here we're going to break down that conditioning. Always let yourself have oxygen. And feel. Now, are your hips still kind of free as you do this, or do you clench up there? Is that somewhere where are they still like mobile as you're doing that? And does your back roll right backwards, or do you arch your back a little bit, or does it roll backwards as you lift your feet? And that kind of thing, rather than trying hard and doing the movement over and over again, doing it very few times, but really paying attention to can you still breathe? Is it light? Is it smooth? If you do it very poorly five times, but you think about that, and if you do it visually very well, the way you think it's supposed to be done, 20 times, but with a lot of effort, if you do the latter, you'll hurt yourself. If you do the first thing, very few movements, lots of attention and awareness, continuing to breathe, that's where you'll get progress and discoveries. Take your time. And as you lift your legs, lift them and do this idea also still of opening them a little out to the side. So you're not just lifting them straight out in front of you, but your feet are coming apart, then they're coming back together as you come back to the floor. And kind of all in that at the same time. So as you lift your feet away, you lift them a little apart. As you come back to sitting, you bring them back together. Timing. leave that and have a rest. Take a rest. So another uh, feature of childhood of inf- learning in infancy that we uh, bemoan and try to recreate in Feldenkrais is um, action then resting. So babies roll all over the place, try this and that, sleep, time to sleep, right? So in the resting... This is where a lot of stuff goes on. Your brain says, what was that? What did I just do? How do I feel different now? So we take a lot of rest in Feldenkrais, not so much so you can catch your breath, but so your brain can compare. You can integrate. And you might be feeling already, maybe your back lies differently on the floor, your pelvis feels different. Okay, and then come up to sit again when you're ready. And the soles of your feet facing one another. Hold on to your ankles. And lift one foot and then lift the other foot. Try each one. And really notice as you lift each one, pay attention to this. Uh, your back softening and rounding backwards. Your pelvis rolling back. Lift the one, lift the other. Now you might feel like my hip joints are so flexible I don't need to do anything with my pelvis or back. And that might be true about your hip joints, but your hip joints will also thank you if you learn to help them. And so you'll look for, okay, maybe I don't need to roll my pelvis backwards to lift my leg, but maybe it helps it. Maybe it makes it lighter. Maybe I feel more connected. Lift one, lift the other. Lift both, lift them both up and open. 
You roll your pelvis back. You can balance a little. You can balance or you can keep on going. And if you keep on going, you land on your back. Can you land on your back without falling? Can you roll onto your back, lifting your legs? And then how would you get back up? (laughs) Now, one way to get back up is a good big swing. Lose a bit of momentum. Yeah. Yeah, and just take it really slowly and you can spend time imagining. Now here's where I'm going to give you a really crazy idea. Okay, well first thing is to swing to come back up and you'll give yourself a feeling of the shape of the movement and this will probably feel familiar, something you did last probably when you were 18 months old or something, I don't know. But there's also a really refined way to do it with the timing and the refolding of their legs and with a little smart refolding of the legs and lifting of your head at the right moment. It won't take a big swing. You'll just come back up to sit and you won't need momentum. That's the mysterious one. You're not going to find that right away. So that's the puzzle you're going to think about. Go ahead and use momentum and do the big swing and feel what that rolling down and up is like. And with all of these things, you take care of yourself as you're going. So in Feldenkrais, I'm giving you an idea, but you always have a choice between uh, being nice to yourself and doing what some stranger tells you to do. And it's much more important. You can always, in any of these lessons, sometimes deliberately we'll do half of a lesson like in our minds, just imagining the movement, and that's very powerful to do. So any time for yourself that you want to imagine, you absolutely do that. And you can even like really vividly imagine the movement four or five times and then just try it once. And maybe you only do like 10% of the movement the one time you try it, but that's fine. That's really powerful to do that. So, yeah. So try that. You, From that place on your back, if you, he says, he says you fold your, fold your feet smartly back towards your groin, you lift your head at the right moment, you come up and sit. You don't even need momentum to do it. This is a strange idea. So just lie on your back and imagine that for a while. Open your legs, fold them back in again. Open your legs, fold them back in again. Say to yourself, how could just folding my legs back in at the right moment, lifting my head at the right moment, how could that bring me up to sit? What's he talking about? What is that funny idea? Think about that for a while. The folding of your legs, how does that move your pelvis? What happens up your spine? And then the next time you're on your back, stay there and have a rest. See, maybe the floor is getting a little softer. Maybe you're feeling a little flatter. Okay, and then come up to sit again. And this time take hold of your feet around the arch of your foot from the inside. Each foot, take hold around the arch of the foot from the inside. And now like this, lift one foot and then lift the other foot. 
feel your pelvis roll and roll back. Kind of, for those of you who've done pelvic clock lessons, it's like if you lift one leg, your pelvis rolls to 10.30 and the other leg, it rolls to 2.30 or so, right? So your pelvis is rolling a little back and to the side. Your back softens backwards. So you lift each foot. And then lift both and feel your back soften backwards and where can you balance, how do you balance. Lift and open to the sides. So your knees and your hips are, you're not clenching them up to do this, they're staying free, they're folding and unfolding, still available. And you find your balance, you can start to play with that balance and roll further backwards. And then what's that smart fold of your legs and lift of your head brings you back up, holding your feet like this. Lie down, lie on your backs. Okay, this is like an unusual Feldenkrais lesson because usually in Feldenkrais we do something really, really easy. We deliberately do the easiest thing first and then we do something surprisingly hard but it's easy later. This time, this lesson started with something that was a little bit hard and now we're going to do something much easier. And maybe the easier thing will make the harder thing easier. We'll see. Anyway. So when you were that little baby teaching yourself, you didn't even try to do this straight through the midline first because you were too smart then to try the harder thing first. You tried the easier thing first, so we're going to do the easier thing first. Second, we're going to do the easier thing second now. Okay, so come up to sit again. And soles of your feet together, facing one another, holding your ankles. And begin to tilt to the right. Tilt to the right so that the outside of your right leg starts to come towards the floor. Your right knee comes towards the floor. Outside of your right leg comes towards the floor. And... Direct your right elbow towards the floor in front of your right knee. So, yeah, so develop that slowly. Your head's going to have to lower, obviously, to get there. Just go down and then come back up and make that as smooth and as easy as you can. Let your body weight take you over onto your right elbow, in front of your right knee, and breathing. Using gravity. And this is something that could be very, very different one side and the other side. We're starting on the right side. We'll do the left side in a moment, but see what it's like on this side. See how your weight shifts, if it does shift. Move in that direction. Think of your elbow going towards the floor. Bit by bit. Lower your head. And try the other side. Shift to take your left knee towards the floor, your left elbow in front of your left knee.
Maybe what are you doing with your right knee? So is your right knee lifting away from the floor? Does that left let your left elbow and left knee come towards the floor? We have this incredible habit. If somebody says do something with your left elbow and left knee, then we forget everything else. Everything else has to let that happen. And go from side to side. Go to your right knee and elbow towards the floor and then your left knee and elbow towards the floor. And now let's both go to the left. As your left knee and elbow go towards the floor, can you lift your right foot away from your left foot and then bring the soles of your feet back together as you come back up to sit. So really play with that timing. Find that timing. As you tilt to the left and your left knee and elbow go towards the floor, you lift your right foot away. And as your soles of your feet come back together, you sit back up. So the soles of your feet coming, oh, that's next. (laughs) The soles of your feet coming back together bring you back up to sitting. (laughs) That's another important part of infant learning is uh, the unintentional discovery. It's also like your dog training, like you can't make your dog do something, you have to wait for it to accidentally do something, and then you say, oh, I'll give you a treat while you do that. (laughs) So you have to build on some primitive reaction. You have to build on falling over in gravity, You have to build on something that happens spontaneously. Then go to the other side. Take your right elbow and knee towards the floor. Lift your left foot away from your right foot. What's that like on that side? This can be very, very different from one side to the other side. One side might be really quite a bit easier for you or the timing might be clearer or... And if you really lower your head to the floor, that is in fact where this is going. If you really lower your head and shoulder towards the floor, you will effortlessly and smoothly end up on your back. And watch the wall or the radiator behind you. And then that foot, the knee opening, the foot coming back to the other foot brings you back up to sit. Can you can get cramps in your feet with this one? Yeah, if you want. I, I, it's a muscle pull, so that's yeah. Okay, let's take your time. So let's all, everyone go in the same direction. Let's take right elbow and right knee towards the floor. Lift your left foot away and your shoulder and your head goes low. And you keep going that direction, you'll end up on your back. And let your head be free, your neck be relaxed, and can you come back? Take your left, right, oh, right foot, right leg back, the outside of your Wait, which way are we going? Oh, darn. I got backwards now. That's the two different people. Your left foot, the outside of your left leg towards the floor, left leg. Yeah. Where are, wasn't to the right if I was going to the right? We did the right. Okay, stay with the right then. Yeah, the outside of your right leg, your right elbow to the floor, lift your left leg. Yeah, okay, there's more space there. Yeah. And then come back. Instead of continuing, come back. Yeah. So instead of continuing, come back. Yeah. And as you come back, 
The outside of your right leg goes to the floor, your right elbow. Really pay attention to that, your right elbow going through the same place, your head coming around, and then that moment when your left foot folds back to meet your right foot. So go down on your right elbow, your right leg, your shoulder, and you come onto your back. And then you open your right leg out to the side, take your right leg to the side, and outside of your right leg comes onto the floor. And then your right elbow comes to that same place in front, and you fold your left foot in and around to meet your right foot. And you come onto your sitting again. And it's a little bit easier than just that straight roll up through the middle. A little bit. So this is where you would have started with as a baby, wanting to sit up, trying to figure that out. It's the first thing you probably ever did much with with your elbows to do. back. Okay, we'll go slowly. Yeah, so that's kind of, we call this an approximation. So ultimately, at the end of the day, your foot could stay on your hand, could stay on your ankle the whole time. But you're finding is oh, something in your back, something in your chest, for some reason you can't, but you could do it with your elbow like six inches away from right? Yeah. So go ahead and do that a few times, and everybody's doing their own approximation. Yeah. Doesn't get out there. It'll get there, yeah, slowly. Yeah. Yeah. So an approximation. And as that foot comes together, the knee opens. Okay. And try that to the other side. Everybody go to the left from sitting. What's it like on this side? Down, forwards, and then the outside of your left leg comes to the floor. Your right knee opens and your right foot comes back to face your left foot. Come up to sit. Take your left knee and elbow towards the floor. Lower your head. Take your time. Develop that on this side. So are you really lowering your head? Is your shoulder coming back and down? And as you come back up, your elbow is in that place in front of your knee. Your elbow meets the ground at that same place. Then your right leg opens and your right foot comes to face your left foot and you're sitting again. Get out of the way. time you're there on your back, just take a rest.
And what's your imprint on the floor now? And bring your legs up over yourself and take hold of your feet in the same way, lying here on your back. Take hold of your inside of your right foot with your right hand, inside of your left foot with your left hand. Take hold of the instep. And open your right foot out to the side and let the weight of that roll you to the side. And the left foot, open that to the side, come back to the middle, fold your right leg in to come back to the middle, open your left leg, roll to the side. Just go from side to side. Feel how the weight of your leg opening to the side rolls you to the side, one side and the other. Let your head come towards your knee on that side. Look towards your knee as you roll to the side. And let's all go to the right. Open your right leg to the right. Lengthen your right leg to the right. And how can you use your left foot and the left leg and the movement of your left leg? bring you up to sit. So you fold your left leg inside, it brings you up to sit. Open your knee, fold your foot. So you open your right leg to the right, roll to the right. Head looks towards your knee. Your left leg, how can your left leg come around and bring you up to sit? And the left knee will open to the outside and your left foot will fold to your groin and you'll come up to sit. So open your right leg, roll to the right. And then how can your left leg help you come up to sit from there? Your right leg, roll to the right. come onto your side, your left sole of your left foot looks for your right foot, your left knee opens to the outside and brings you up to sit. So your left leg folds to bring you up to sit. Try the other side. Open your left leg to the side, roll to the side, let the weight take you. It's all you and gravity having a conversation with your neighbor. your top leg going to help you come up to sit. Think of your soles of your feet coming back together and your knees opening out to the side to sit.
And start from sitting, everybody, when you're back up and sitting. Everyone come back up to sitting. And sitting, holding the soles of your feet, holding your arches. How is it now to lift your legs, open your legs, balance backwards, roll your pelvis, soften your back backwards, balance? What's that like now? So easier, a little more balance. The legs open and straighten a little more easily. Then lift just one foot and just the other foot. Lift both again and see where you are in the room and see if you're able to roll backwards, depending on pillars behind your head or people. Check where you are. And you lift both, roll backwards, and then roll right back up again. folding your legs to bring you right back up again. And then when you're back down, stay down, stretch out your legs, rest, take a rest. Bend your legs and stand your feet. And lift your left leg and take hold of the instep of your left foot with your right hand. So take your right hand and with your thumb together with your fingers, take hold of the arch of your left foot. And then lift your foot towards the ceiling. Come back down. Lift and cooperate when you do that. Your leg, your arm could cooperate. Lifting your leg. And place your left hand behind your head. And now as you lift your head, as you lift your leg, lift your head and take your elbow towards that space between your left elbow and your right, your left knee and your right elbow. So as you lift your left leg with your right hand, lift your head with your left hand, take that left elbow into that hole between your leg and your arm that you're lifting. Lifting your head, make your leg lighter somehow. And feel how you move against the floor and your back. Feel how you fold. And then switch your legs. So take hold of your right foot with your left hand and your right hand behind your head. And a few times just lift your foot towards the ceiling with your left hand. 
Lift your right foot towards the ceiling a few times. And then add to that lifting your head, taking your elbow into that space between your right knee and your left hand, left arm. Fold into that space. Let's see what that's like on this side. It might be very different. And then leave that and come up to sit again. And sit and hold the inside of the arch of each foot, each hand. Lift your legs, balance backwards until you roll onto your back again. And then back up, folding and stretching your legs, rolling onto your back and rolling back up. I'm going to stick with the rolling to the side. That's fine. (laughs) No, it's much funner, isn't it? It's easier. This is what I'm... Okay, no. That's good. Okay, everybody, that's great. Lie on your backs, lie on your backs. Go ahead and lie on your backs. And remember what that pattern was that you made on the floor at the very beginning. How did your legs rest? The whole length of your torso. Space behind your low back, what was that like? How did your arms rest? And compare that, how it is now. Feel what's changed. And then when you're ready, come up to stand, come up to take a walk around and do that at your own time. Take your time. Don't worry about cleaning or picking anything up, but just at your own time, come up to stand and come up to walk and see what walking feels like now.